Okay, welcome to Sportsbook Club. I'm Rich with Matt, and uh, we had a little success in uh, baseball last night. Yeah, we uh, we we earned our podcast art on our social media there. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We did. That's the goal, but we turned it into reality. <laughs> I have to tell you, I, I do want to give as, as a, a Detroit-based sports bettor. I want to thank my Tigers for the Keystone Cops Little League routine that allowed them to go over and win my parlay. That was fantastic. They're my Tigers too, by the way. Yeah. And um, yeah, they were, you know, they rarely do you see such bad baseball. Here's the thing. Not only was it bad baseball on the Tigers part, it was bad baseball on the Twins part too. It's yeah. just they happen to win. So nobody's <laughs> talking about how bad that base running was. <laughs> it was terrible. It actually forced the Tigers into little league mode. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. God, that was bad. But hey, hey we'll take it. Right? We won the parlay. At the end of the day, that was what? Plus 1100, I think. Yep. So that Very was happy good. with that. And again, my suggestion yesterday on the podcast was in addition to those four games, uh, split it up into two, two game parlays and then bet them all individually, which I did. So it was an excellent evening for me, baseball wise. Excellent. We'll my do the same parlay, thing today, by the way. Exact same I'm, thing. Yeah, my hockey parlay uh, didn't work out so well. Almost worked out, but but didn't. But like I said, you could chop it up and take pieces of it. And if you took the early pieces, you're probably and avoided the capitals, you're a winner. You know, it was one of the things that uh, I know we've talked about. When we had a big parlay like that, again, if the capitals had won – and I think it was at the the wild beat the coyotes, whoever I think it was the I think they lost to the coyotes. But you get into those when you're talking 13, 14 game picks and you get into the the later stages of it there, it opens up some interesting hedging opportunities because it's huge odds. Mm-hmm. And what do you, what do you think is the strategy there? Well, if you've got a bit really, really huge odds and you get late, you don't have to wait for the last game in order to hedge if you're thinking all right well i've got you know it's a it's a 12 gamer and i've got nine in and i'm concerned that you know we're tied or something like that on the 10th game but your hedge game that you're thinking in your head is really the 12th game there's no there's no nothing wrong with starting to hedge on the 10th game so you know what i bet five bucks to, to win two thousand you know i can you know, it's it's you can you can place as many bets as you want, and you can put five hundred dollars down on on the last two games or the last two of the last three games, and still walk away with a grand. Either way, you've locked it in. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, unreasonable to do that. I yeah, I just didn't really give it a lot of thought, and I, I I've tried to do it with a couple other ones. It's just like, okay, how do you work out a multiple hedge situation? But it really can pop up and it really we were a couple you know puck luck a little bit of puck luck last night and we were looking right in that situation yeah um you really have to think about it is okay i've gotten this far what's going to get me to the end like you know how do i get over this hump and then you're hedging that yeah and you know you hedge it to the point where okay well at least i've i've made this so if it doesn't work out for you you've made money right um but if you uh you hedge it and you get you know you get past it then you're you know you're looking all the way down to the the uh, the last two games and then if you know the so it's just a matter of getting to the end 
What's, what's your take on what do you think would have happened? I'm interested in like cash out situations. If we would have had out of those 12 or 13 games, whatever it was, 14, like I've, I've got a 14 game <laughs> baseball parlay. Uh, what would happen if we had the first nine and all of a sudden, I mean, they'd probably be offering us seven hundred bucks for a cash out or something in that, wouldn't they? Uh, we got to nine. My guess is that they would have been offering and it, because it would have paid two grand. I, I, my guess is that it, you know your cash out five hundred would have been well to nine probably two hundred. Okay, if you got to ten. You're probably getting up to about seven hundred, and if you get to the last one, you're probably looking at it's probably going to rise as the game goes yeah. on. Yes, but it'll start out at about a grand and then rise. You know, depending on what goes on in that game. And and I'm sure it also depends on who the last two games are. Like if it's uh, Appalachian State against Michigan or whoever, you know, App State owns Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> if you've got a a massive favorite for your last game, that clearly affects the cash out, right? I mean, if you if you did have uh, you know a real underdog for your last game, you're probably not going to get the same cash out offer until that game starts. So. True. But just something to keep an eye on as we do, because I said we're going to put a couple. I like that they're putting out just wild pay parlays, you know, a couple times. It's kind of interesting right. stuff to watch. Right. With that, do you care if I th throw my baseball parlay out? Oh, please do. You're hot with the baseball parlays. All right. Oh, we are actually. I did. I had a great weekend. All right. Uh, today. And the problem is so I'm going to have to do a couple of these. I'm going to have to modify it. I've already got this in. It is the Mets-Cardinals game over, the Royals-White Sox game over, the Tigers-Twins game over, and the Athletics-Giants game over. We're taking, uh, we're going back in with the Tigers and the, and the uh, Athletics. <laughs> Philly scored like 10 runs last night. They unbelievable. There were quite a few games. The Yankees had uh, quite a few runs too, I believe. But uh, anyway, we put those four in, gets us again, plus 11-10. Uh, it doesn't help because for the podcast people, you're going to say, oh, well, that doesn't help. Those are a couple afternoon games. So looking at that, if I did one for tonight, tonight's games only, I would be doing still give me the, the Athletics Giants game. Give me the Tigers Twins game. Give me Seattle. Give me uh, we'll do Philly. We talked about the Philly. Give me the Philly game. Philly. So Seattle game over, Philadelphia game over, Tigers twins over, and the Athletics Giants over. And I'm sure I'll get you about the same plus 1100, which we like. I'm doing the exact same thing I did yesterday. I'm taking all my four teams. I'm putting them into two and two. I've already got it works out well because I've got the afternoon games and the evening games in my original four four gamer. I'll bet them the two-way, I'll bet them individually, and then the 14 parlay. Excellent. And for more fun, I do have a 14 game. I'll bet all of them. And then of course if you whenever you pick it up in the podcast, you can bet the rest. But I'm just under plus ninety five thousand on this parlay. Oh do tell. All right. Going down the line. Uh, there's going to be a variety of money line and run line, so I'll, I'll describe each. Cardinals, money line. White Sox, money line. 
Dodgers money line, Brewers money line, Mariners run line, Phillies money line, the Yankees money line, the Nationals run line, Blue Jays money line, Cubs run line, Twins money line, Astros money line, Angels money line, and for the last game, I did the over again just because I didn't like any of the odds on the the money line or the run line. So I'm going Athletics game over seven. So I'm at plus sixty three thousand with that. Um, let me see what I got. I'm plus ninety five thousand thirty four. Well, I've done something. So I have A's over, Astros money line, Twins money line, Cubs run line. Did you get Angels money line? Uh, no, you didn't say anything about that. Oh, Angels money line. There oh, we go. my God. Now I'm at 94,476. There we go. You're darn right I'm putting this in. <laughs> and again, what's going to happen is you're going to miss. There's, what is that, one, two, three games to start before 630. So. You may be limited to like a plus 50,000 parlay if you get in late. Sorry. I put $2 down to pay two grand. Not too bad, huh? Pretty nice. Want to hear my hockey parlay? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. They're all puck lines. Kings, Stars, Knights, Rangers, Jets. Plus Uh, 42.97. King, Stars, Knights, Rangers, and Jets. Plus 42.97. Okay. And the puck line, interesting. They're all lopsided games. Yeah. So I figure, what the heck. And now we're getting out of crunch time, too. Yeah, this is like a winner go home for the Knights, I think, tonight. So I do like that. Yeah, that's good. I had one I'd put together just fooling around, and I had Flyers and Rangers on the puck line and then Night Stars, Kings, money line. So it's interesting that we're looking at a lot of those, you know, thinking a lot of the same way. <laughs> yeah. And I have no idea what the odds were. I just, I just scribbled it down, and I was going to see, you know, I trust your hockey judgment more than my hockey judgment, so. Oh, yeah. Well, the uh, think what else? Oh, NBA last night. If you follow the social media, I put up a Timberwolf same game parlay that did hit. I think it was around plus 620, something like that. And I'll do the same thing again uh, tonight. So I won't, it'll be for the probably the Warriors Nuggets game just because I think there will be more competitive game and better players doing whatever they do consistently. That sounds like a plan. Uh, if I had to, uh, again, I suggested the two money line bets last night. Both of those hit. Mm-hmm. If I had to do the same thing tonight, I would take the Bucks to cover. I think they're twelve points right now. Bucks to cover the twelve. Golden State to win in the money line that gets you to plus one thirty three. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the Bucks covering twelve just because they're you know this is an elimination game, right? Yep. If the Bulls get down, they'll just mail it in. Yep, I think I think the Bucks want the rest, much rest as they can get. All these teams want rest if they can get right, it. Right, right. 
and they will look to uh, said I, I'm really tempted to I would consider betting some first half or third quarter bets too you know I'd love to see I could see the uh, the bucks turning on the jets to come out of halftime just to end it so they can rest but I'll give that thought yeah I agree I like it so what do you have on golf? Anything interesting? Well, I put Gary Woodland in with my yep. bonus because I, I agree with your assessment that he's he's due and he's playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he checks all the boxes. However, I think I'm also going to put some Abraham answer in because it's like I said, <laughs> it's a home game for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll roll. We'll see what happens. Woodland answer right now. Oh, the other thing be. you can do is there's 75 golfers that you can put 50 cents in and win at least $100. There are all, you know, 75 golfers are plus 20,000 or better. So that's half the that field. Mean? You get half the field. And how much do I have to put down to take all that? It's nothing. I mean, it's at 20,000, you put down 50 cents to win 100. But there's others that are. I mean, that's that's the very minimum. I mean, they're going. There's a few there. And then you go. To, there's quite a few at twenty five thousand. There's quite a few at thirty. There's quite um, a few at forty. So you can and a few at fifty. So you can like ramp down your bet. But at twenty, it's fifty cents. But say at twenty, you know, twenty five, you could do I don't know what forty cents and win a hundred. So. You don't have to spend uh, spend a whole lot of money, probably thirty bucks to get like you know seventy five dollars and uh, seventy five guys in the field. Which yeah, includes names you. such as Aaron Baddeley, Luke Donald, um, who else is in the field? You know, is caught up in all of this. Uh, who else? Well, remember we've talked about major winners winning this tournament. Uh, so Jason Duffner is, is one of those golfers. Is he in here? Uh, yes, it's more of a joke. Jason Duffner's not winning this tournament. So. No, I was going to say, I don't think I've seen him in years. Yeah, yeah he's plus 40,000. He, he's he's got a few years left to make the Champions Tour. Don't get it. He's still my guy. I'm still rooting for him. But. Bo Van Pelt's plus 40,000. Bo Van Pelt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, love, I can't believe. How the hell? I, I realized for all, in case Bo Van Pelt's family is listening, I understand he's a PJ golfer and incredible and, you know, would be incredible to watch on any course I ever play. But it's like, how in the hell does that guy keep his tour card year after year after year? I don't know. It's amazing. I mean, I'm happy. It used to be like that was, um, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of him. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he would only play like eight tournaments a year, win enough money to keep his card and just leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, was it Bruce Fleischer? No, but you're kind of on the. I, I, I was thinking Joey Sindelar, but it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but shoot, uh, well, you know, I'll come back to the uh, the podcast tomorrow with the answer to that. But yeah, there are some players. It's a like... very. Uh, I think it was Bruce Litsky, actually. That's who, Bruce Litsky. Who I'm thinking of. You're right. Yeah, that's who it was. Guy was a good golfer, he, but he only played, you know, a handful of tournaments to get enough money to get his card for the next year. Yeah, this is uh, – there's some decent bets here. 
in these higher odds. And not, I mean, there's a couple that wouldn't completely surprise me to see them in play. Yeah. Max McGreevy at plus 40,000. Interesting to me. There's a few. We're going to have to eliminate a few of these and then uh, write a few. Right? I don't have to take all 75, but I bet you I can find 25 I like. I am looking at a, a, a story here that was actually published two days ago. Um, it's not about Elon Musk, is it? No, it's about Phil Mickelson. Okay, good. He was looking for a request to play... In the, oh, he's trying to – he's looking for a PGA Tour release to play in the um, Saudi LIV Golf Invitational Series. Yep. So he's he's kind of all in on the I Saudis. don't understand why, regardless of one's feelings about – Saudi Arabian Golf League, why Phil Mickelson chose to make the comments he made to journalist Alan Shipnuck is mind-boggling to me. I, I know. I, there must have been. He must have had a few gin and tonics in him or yeah. something. I, I can't. That was so foolish what he did. And yeah, he's, you know, he, he burned bridges, that. man. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Golf's that's a small community. You can't burn bridges in golf. Yeah. Ask Fuzzy Zeller. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I won't even. I'm not touching that. But yes, hundred percent. Yeah. So, well, he touched the third rail, actually, but whatever. Yep. Um, All right. Well, tomorrow, uh, get ready. It's first day of the draft, so obviously we got to talk draft. Oh, I am so ready. Okay, good. Can't wait. I will have all sorts of opinions, and I will be at the ready since you cannot bet. I will be ready to put them in for you. Excellent. Excellent. So, all right. None of the regulators are listening. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, we can, it's like a lottery pool, a lottery club. You know, it's sportsbook club and yeah. we can club. That's right. It's legitimate because, I mean, I, I bet the same things myself, so it's all good. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, my friend. Well done. Well done. Good luck tonight. Same, same to you. today because our baseball games start early. Yep. All right, dude. Talk to you then. See ya.